0: This episode of The Bachelor Podcast is brought to you by Skinny Pop.
1: Okay, so there are way too many snacks that are like bland and boring. And when I'm watching The Bachelor, I need to make sure that I am like fully loaded with my snacks. Like I need to make sure that I have wine. And the best part about it is that I can have a Skinny Pop popcorn. And I will literally eat an entire bag in one sitting and not feel a thing about it. Can I just say that? My favorite one is the Skinny Pop Salty Kettle. It's the kettle corn. And... Like, the salty and sweet of it is so good. It's so addicting, but it's also guilt-free. This is the best snack to have while you're watching The Bachelor because you can eat a whole bag of it, and you can share it with your friends, and it is so good, and it goes great with wine. Anyways, you guys can buy Skinny Pop at retailers nationwide or go to shop.skinnypop.com.
2: Tonight
0: on The Bachelor, Tyler C. visits the Betch's office. Will Kay ever live down the missed hug? Then, Dean drops a bombshell on Caitlyn. Will he ever stop throwing birthday parties for girls he doesn't like? Then, Derek goes head-to-head with JPJ. Did we hear that right? Does Derek have a podcast? All that and more. It's the most dramatic episode ever. This is The Bachelor.
1: Hello and welcome to the Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay.
0: And I'm Derek.
1: (laughs) And we are reporting. um, I'm here in New York and we don't usually do this, but Derek is in Mykonos right now with his family. (laughs) 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 Didn't, you know, living off all that podcast money.
0: (laughs) Welcome to the life of the rich and fabulous. I'm Derek here in Mykonos.
1: Like that. Okay, we'll definitely touch <laughs> on, on on that like later, but this is crazy. So, um,
0: of course,
1: uh, really quick. So I wanted to update you since you're um, out of town right now. So Tyler C came into the office, which was wild.
0: And so glad I wasn't there because he w- would have made me look so not handsome.
1: There was no <laughs> He's stop. <so> pretty. <laughs> he was so He's pretty. Such a pretty. Human. And we were having such a. Um, like there was a different vibe in the office like there was so much like estrogen like flowing in this office it was crazy also amazing because he walked in and all of us were silent and just like jared um uh, and just like dying and he so he did the you up podcast as well so which came out today or yesterday
0: uh.
1: oh no just kidding it comes out today and um he we did a funny story with him dancing uh him and i dancing and we tried to do the um like dirty dancing lift but yeah i that's so
0: hard by the way i've tried that with a couple of different people and every time i do that i'm like wow i don't at all know know how to do this this." right
1: well also like i was so nervous because i'm looking at tyler c dead in the face as he's like rubbing his hands together and like licking his lips like okay i'm ready and i am like shaking (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the whole office has their phones out. And um, I was like, this is the most pressure I've ever felt. I actually got a stress it <laughs> immediately after. No, my face started breaking out. My face started breaking out in hives. You can see the zit I on mean, my I chin. Didn't
0: I didn't meet him, so I'm sure I would have it... reacted similarly at least. <laughs> <laughs> I've never... I I do have to say, I I, I met or Demi, and I talked about the time when she met him the first time, and she was like, "People didn't even tell me he was coming." I was in the wrinkled up dress like it would have been great if I could have known that I had to I would have shown up
1: in a gown like
0: right (laughs) I could have worn my glass slippers like anything somebody could have told me ahead of time he was
1: well he was so nice and so down for anything um he was really really cool I literally was like okay we're gonna dance and he said okay cool and no questions asked was down for it um, so Tyler C is great in person, just as handsome in person. Um, and I am a changed woman with a new I hate
0: that. I'm so jealous.
1: <laughs> Don't be, you're like so gorgeous too. My friends I mean, talk about it not, all the time. I'm
0: not, I'm not trying to do that for, for love, but Duh. thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Okay. So, um, everybody, if you haven't done it yet, rate, review, and subscribe. I know we have a lot of new listeners. Um, Rate, review, and subscribe where every...
0: Why is that, Kate?
1: (laughs) I wonder why that is, but I know we have a lot of new people. Also, shout out to Nick Viall for plugging us as well.
0: (laughs) He was like... He accidentally talking about Someone else accidentally plugging the podcast,
1: and I was like, "Gorge, like keep, let's keep going." And all these people were like, "I didn't know Derek had a podcast," and so I'm like, tweeting back, sending the link to everyone.
0: <laughs> Did you really? Oh, oh my god, 100%. I love it. <laughs> um,
1: so we do this thing every week: um, rate, review, and subscribe uh, for the right reasons. We're also on Spotify now, so make sure you follow us on Spotify. Uh, but so every also, week,
0: get an iPhone if you follow us on Spotify, please. Ew. <laughs>
1: and um so if you guys uh we pick the best review each week and um that person gets one of our bachelor mugs you're gonna go ahead and say your line derek i know you want to
0: get mugged
1: get mugged um so we pick the best review we will send you a mug we'll reach out to you on instagram just make sure you include your instagram handle at the bottom or if it's your little review name um We'll make sure we know that but this one this week's is really good we've been picking people that have been writing songs but i feel like it'd be rude not to
0: i know we we're so predictable because both of us love music so i know uh but either way i think this is like extra effort that's why it gets a gold star exactly a mug.
1: okay so this one is uh to the tune of fresh prince of bel-air <laughs> This this person did not write down their um, Instagram name, so if you do if you do hear uh, yourself us talking about you, <laughs> please reach out, DM either us like personally or the podcast or comment on something and be like, "Hey, that was me," um, and let us know. So, ch- do you want me to do this? Because I think I'm like ready.
0: Uh, yeah. How do you want to do this? Do you want to just sing
1: it? I mean, you. Yeah, I'll sing it. You can like come in.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'll come in. I'll uh, okay. That
1: to the right. to the tune of the fresh prince of Air theme song
0: wait which is like <laughs>
1: now this is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down and I'd like to take a minute just to sit right there I'll tell you how I became a fan of the best podcast to air <laughs> bachelor Man- <laughs> or Bachelor mansion born and raised born on my and couch
0: on the couch where I spend, spend most, most of, of my days, days day chilling chillin Alan Maxon, relaxin relaxing all, cool, all cool watching the bachelor. Watchin bachelor after I go to school
1: <laughs> <laughs> when a couple of hosts who are spectaculars started making podcasts called the bachelor <laughs> this is amazing okay but that's you guys get the gist this was an awesome review um we will definitely send you a mug make sure to reach out to us um also if you guys aren't following us on instagram it's at the bachelor and on twitter it's bachelor pod um we have live memes we have uh funny content articles everything uh you guys will definitely want to tune in
0: we're worldwide
1: well World- <laughs> but <to> worldwide <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's dive into night one. Um, first of all, I just have to comment on you being buried in the sand because that is the most relatable yeah. thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was.
0: It is. I, I know it. It seemed like so glamorous, beautiful. <laughs> it was actually the definition of everything I was feeling at that moment because I was just like, "Please bury me. I feel so buried." But also, I want to be like fun. But and also, hit me up with do, a drink. Like, <laughs> yeah, the straw. Did you like that?
1: Oh yeah, I was like when you. Once uh, I was
0: buried, I was like, please get me a drink. Right it was now. like when
1: the world is holding you down, but you're starting to say positive. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just like a coconut <laughs> that was the most incredible moment um well, that's the
0: only thing that would have made it better is if it was an actual coconut with a straw in it
1: oh for sure okay so <laughs> during that we have you know Christina and Tasha talking and this was sort of like the moment when Tasha was like okay we're into I think I'm into Derek more than JPJ just because I mean you guys are complete opposites in general um as like humans but, you mean
0: uh, me, and, me and JPJ? Yeah, you right? and JPJ
1: are definitely yeah. just opposites. But Christina did make a point. She was like, you know, I see you as someone more solid. And, um, you know, I totally agree with that. I feel like Tasha's very grown up, very mature. Um, and like, you know, j- just ready for that sort of relationship. And I don't get those vibes. I've never gotten those vibes from John Paul Jones, regardless of what's happening later or not. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I agree. And like, there's been a huge response online. And I, I feel the same way you see us together. And pretty much everyone was like, Oh, this makes sense. Yeah. And I, I felt the same exact way. Mm-hmm. In that moment, like, I, I mean, look, Tasha and, and Demi are actually quite a bit alike, right? They, they're both like, very sure of themselves and able to speak their mind. And so I think, um, it, even though they're wholly different, in, like so many different ways, they're also very much the same. Um, and it, it was it was really interesting to like see the back side of this. Right. So Taysha says those very amazing, nice things about me. But then mm-hmm. also simultaneously, like it it is pushing her to say something to, to John to like push him away. And um, <laughs> thank
1: you for calling him John.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: some girl goes, some girl goes, I think the only thing that would be better is if he called him Paul.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i did call him that throughout Paul. the night i don't know i remember did that oh gosh that would be really funny did that air by the way uh what? me saying john i don't even remember Oh,
1: multiple times and it was the funniest yeah. thing ever
0: yeah well that's his name
1: that's you, you know think? what that's his name
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh but so uh, you know the, the Taisha and you thing started to slowly like develop. Um, well, at the beginning, like she started thinking about it. But this, the best part, honestly, in my opinion, of the first night was Tajwan. She is great TV. <laughs> she is hilarious, so cringy, but like I could watch her at all times.
0: She was like the combination. You know what is it? Steve Carell says he's like he's a perfect combination. Sexy of and cute. And sexy and cute. Yes, yeah, it is. <laughs> she was the perfect combination of a relatable and just off the off the walls. Off, like she would go from she would go from relatable in that situation to batshit. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but like,
1: I feel like she needs to be on a diff- like a different type of show, like Big Brother, where there's just cameras on her at all times of her like reacting to everything.
0: 100%. And she is hilarious. And there were so many different things that I had um, written down about her. I-, I will say like, it's really funny how much she cared about like staying true to the Bachelor. um things you know like with jpj she's like oh no you don't eat the food as if she's like she's like a super fan she's like a super fan that ended up on the beach almost basically
1: like not prepared for anything but she was like i know the rules now like i might not be ready for anything that's about to happen to me but i know these rules like i know i'm not supposed to eat the date food which was Uh so funny because i'm like okay this guy clearly has a sensitive stomach (laughs) already like threw up from tacos he's like you know what i'm gonna eat this questionable thing that's on my plate and then he gets sick of course (laughs) i was losing my mind over that
0: yeah no never before have i seen someone with such a sensitive stomach he i don't like i don't think he we made this joke we actually we actually made this joke like three months ago four months ago that the only thing that jpj's uh Stomach can handle is chicken nuggets, and that's why the whole chicken nugget thing became something. <laughs> and like, that's the truth now
1: yeah. chicken nuggets and saltine crackers. I like. think
0: that's the only thing his body can consume, <laughs> which is just like weird. I don't get
1: it, I know because, like if I only ate chicken nuggets, like first of all, I would never have abs. I don't have abs right now, but I' still yeah, would never have guy abs, has like
0: thirty seven abs, which is insane, <laughs>
1: they're all just chicken nuggets like piled in their hole
0: <laughs> <That's> exactly <laughs> what it is, <laughs> um,
1: okay, so they go on that date, and um they clearly yeah. have they well, they have some connection for sure
0: for sure, and let's and let's say, um before all that let's talk about what ta- like tasha says basically because mm-hmm. I think that's like it was it was an intense and important moment um where she like takes John aside and says that um you know she's not she doesn't yeah, want him yeah, to, yeah yeah she doesn't want him to feel like it' it has to be the two of them and she wants him to explore and she wants him to you know seek other things it was like a weird subtext for I I don't really want to see you but is like so nice that yes. she doesn't want she was giving him she me. was giving
1: him the out and he was not accepting it and it because I could see that I'm glad you brought that up I could see that because she was like um you know like uh, there might is there anyone else that you're interested in like anyone else you might like you hope might For show sure. up and I'm like oh this girl is not feeling it I mean mm-hmm. I mean Katie's was I think Katie's to Chris was totally different. There was a totally different vibe. I think hers yeah. was like, I don't want to seem too clingy. Like I wanna
0: Because K- Katie's vibe was like <laughs> Shut up, don't talk to me. Go talk to them. But and wait, Tatius come back and talk like, to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we've all done that before. But Tacia's was like a fully prepped, you know, conversation with him. hmm that, that felt that felt like very different. It felt like it was super intentional, right?
1: Yeah, that had that, ha- that whole conversation had like Pounds of subtext on it being like, I think you're cool. Like I'm clearly into you, but I don't think you're the person that I want. Like I want to explore other relationships, clearly pushing yeah. him off, which. Um,
0: How ballsy is that, by the way, on a week that you don't have the rose?
1: Yo, I know that. And that's also a huge thing. It's like she clearly was so not into him that she's willing to sacrifice herself, you know, and not get that rose.
0: Yeah, I mean, at that point, you know, and then, and at the point at the end of this episode, he, she's she's certainly still feeling the same way, um, but somebody else is speaking for her. I mm-hmm. Guess. Um, well. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so so yeah, so Taj Taj comes in and instantly is just all uh, over the place, hot, all over the place, just hot. Why does she? What does she expect? This but, is Mexico, but
1: like, how hot was it? Like, was it that dramatically, insanely hot that she was having like no. a full blown freakout?
0: That that's what that's actually the most important thing about watching it back is going. I don't understand why she was freaking out so much. There was one night where um, there was just like no wind whatsoever, and and people were you know
1: sweating, like, like
0: very not even like more than that, just like struggling to. Um, struggling to be like inside we had to like go outside so maybe i don't even remember maybe she came down throughout that process but it was just so i loved her grabbing that fan and just like holding on to that little is that
1: a fan Whew! yeah that was a is little a fan, fan? <laughs> it,
0: right it looked like something else right it looked like just a big usb drive or something yeah, just like from blowing a on her face no yeah that's that's exactly what that was that was just like a little tiny fan with a little teeny um yeah Going on there. Uh,
1: so there was a conversation um, around, I guess, like a campfire or whatever, and it was uh, Sydney, Taisha, Caitlin, and I think you were there. Yeah,
0: I, think you I were was there. actually. You I were, was the one who started the conversation. Right? I did not talking expect about it to go that talking
1: route. about the worst kiss, and Sydney was like, she didn't say Colton, but they they mentioned it out loud, and I was dead. And the fact that everyone else agreed was outrageous
0: well you saw me like cover my face for the rest of the time I was dead I was just like wow (laughs) they could have said like Derek faints at at notice of Colton's they really had to go that hard on Colton (laughs) I know I felt bad for him actually I didn't I didn't think I wasn't
1: expecting that either I I thought it was just gonna be I thought Sydney was gonna make I thought she was making that into a joke. As I'm like, oh yeah, cold and then Tasha chimed in and Caitlin chimed in and I'm like, Oh, so this must be a thing. Uh-huh. Um, thoughts and they prayers they for Cassie
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts and
1: prayers
0: Cassie. Yeah. I hope you find I hope you find the one someday. Right. <laughs>
1: I wonder, I wonder if Caitlin thought was the same he, did thing. Did he say
0: anything on mine? He's usually like pretty snarky and funny I didn't see, I
1: didn't see anything for Colton. Like he might've said something, but I didn't see anything
0: personally. Yeah, I, I didn't either.
1: Um, mm. Okay. So we have, uh, Caitlin and, you know, she was talking to, um, who was it? Demi about the whole Dean situation. And I'm kind of mm, like,
0: yeah.
1: Demi was so right about this like she's such a voice of reason when it comes to these sort of relationship things where it's like Kalen's like, Oh, he's not like other guys or like he's mm-hmm. different now. And it's like, No, he's not. They never like they're they never are.
0: Isn't it surprising how much from Demi we're seeing of like this other side of her where um which is obviously like I, I knew this side of her pretty quickly, but mm-hmm. you see this this like totally different not screw around goofball side, which is what like basically always saw on Colton's season. And you're starting to see this, this very, like, actually somebody that like people go to for advice. She's almost, she's almost like the voice of reason, um, as well. Cause she seems, she's very thoughtful in what she thinks, you know, and I actually wrote down two of what she says, um, or two of what, two of the things that Kaylin says as a result of, things that like Demi and Wells are saying to her. Right. Which is, um, or Dean says this first, he goes, I don't want to go to dinner parties on Saturday nights and talk about your feelings and emotions. And I was like, Oh man, Dean. He also said, a-
1: he, I think he'd be miserable as my girlfriend.
0: Oh, can anyone else say that the way <gasps> he did? with his like a little laugh afterwards and like, make it be okay. Nobody else could ever say that no. and, and have it be like positive and okay.
1: That was wild. I mean, that's not a red flag. I mean, like, waving in your face. I have no idea what is.
0: I know, and like the thing is that Dean accepts that. You know, he's always just been like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm terrible as a as someone to date," and that's just like his brand for his podcast. Even um, I
1: suck at dating, which he mentioned
0: yeah, stealthily. I know. <laughs> what, yeah. what what what? Two podcasts got a little sly. This slide plug throughout this episode or these episodes, (laughs) Um, but um, but but like, I felt for Kaylee because I don't know what she was in that moment. It's really hard when you're starting to like somebody and they're pushing you away. Like that's not an easy thing to handle, you know? No, not at all. He's totally pushing her away.
1: I mean, he says he was like, you know, I showed up here um, to like see my friends and you know maybe find something, and he goes, it's basically a convince me otherwise situation. And I'm like, what a dick.
0: Doesn't it seem like... Convince me
1: otherwise?
0: Like, don't put...
1: Don't, like... This is not a test. Like, don't make this seem like I have to prove to you... I don't have to prove anything to you. Like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm.
0: Doesn't it seem like he thought that rolling up with his, like, van story and his mustache meant nobody was going to like him? And then he got there and all of a sudden somebody really likes him and he was like oh no how do I deal with this
1: he thought (laughs) yeah (laughs) I feel like he he should have known I think he that was his like intention but his subtext was probably like I hope some girls like I hope the girls are actually still into me blah 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 like oh of
0: course but like would you not ever think that of course you would think that
1: yeah I just feel like they're opposites but who knows I, I whatever
0: um, um, let's Haley roll into JP- wait let's l- <laughs> we didn't talk about JPJ and Taj's date at all though
1: I mean it was like Matt said it was a fever dream
0: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it was the most like, laughing. it was the most it was the most insane date I've ever seen I want to like It wasn't the most dramatic date. It was just the most insane Insane
1: date. date. I know. They just like... they. I don't think any topic was covered fully. It was like, what's your name originate from? And then him like laughing like a psycho. And I I don't even... I think I blacked out during it because I didn't think it was real.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It it was so weird to watch because they both just like bounce from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. It was almost like, like... I feel like Tejuan was... Again, she, like, studied or watched The Bachelor, and she was almost like a fan who came come there and had this, like, list of things that she just brought out and was like, okay, so number four on the list, let's talk about... That would be me.
1: See, I could never <laughs> do this show because I would be, I would show up, and I'd be like, okay, well, I know they talk about this. I was like, this is when I'm supposed to bring this up during this time. I would know too much. Or, like, yeah. I would have too many notes that it would be a fail.
0: That's That's... I think that was, like, her biggest undoing, right? She... She like freaks out uh, later on, and I I think it's because she like she's already written herself off, you know.
1: Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. She well, already
0: she's already like, oh well, I was just a blip, and realistically, babe, just stay strong, you know. Stay strong. Know you never you... know. Right. Exactly. I mean, he was. I think oh.
1: if she would have stayed more the... chill, he would have, um, sh- like picked her over Haley if she would have just chilled out more.
0: He certainly could have. They didn't show much of. His James so much of the John and Haley date, you no, know, just they him like ton. rubbing
1: stuff on her, on her oh, hat. That His was crazy. It's
0: all over her, yeah, Um yeah. With Jay, with with Taj, they just like jump in the water, I guess, yeah, and, and, and the they dance. He was he was surprisingly a good dancer.
1: Oh, really? I don't even remember him dancing. I'm telling you that date was like insane to me. I was
0: it was so well, sh- I
1: thrown I by la- it.
0: I laughed so hard when I was watching it because it looked like they grabbed like three random people off the beach and were just like, Hey, do you guys how to play instruments?
1: And they're like, Oh <laughs> and, yeah. Uh,
0: and Hit me with the in. cowbell. Yeah. If you go and look back, like just rewind and take a quick screenshot of that, of that band and you'll see how random they just look. And, uh, and I mean, like he was actually surprisingly a good dancer and then they jumped in the water. Right. And hooked up in there. Um, the first black box I think we've seen on this this week from from one of the girls oh, that John yeah. with.
1: <laughs> I know those black boxes are always so funny. Um and she also looks at the camera mid date. And I <laughs> that was the best I mean, hands down my favorite part of this entire season was her while he's vomiting, she looks literally turns her head, looks directly back like this was an office moment. This was the office. It totally was looks she right back at the Jim camera Halbert moment it was incredible uh wait can
0: john eat any food though what the hell
1: no chicken nuggets only
0: and was that even food i don't even it looked like a Ew, it mini looked, volcano it was that was weird picked up with his fork yeah it Ugh. was weird
1: <laughs> if you can pick my a whole stomach's thing like up with your, weird. yeah while watching him eat it <laughs> Okay, yeah. so um, Haley comes. They go on a. Her, she pulls John Paul John John Paul Jones aside, and they end up going on their date. And they clearly have like a fun connection. But I think I I dislike the twins. I feel like they're just really? not nice. I remember I remember them from what was it last season or the season before no, it was
0: two ago. That was the one I was on. And
1: she they showed up like batshit and just yeah. started like tearing things apart and like being mean to people. That's all I remember from them.
0: That's true. They did do that. Um, I don't, I don't see, I've known Haley for a long time, like even before that season. Um, and so I've never known Emily very well, which like, it's funny because people always just assume that they're the same person. They're like the twins. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. I know Haley, not Emily. And people are like, Oh yeah. The twins. But don't you know both?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. You, you get, it's a package deal.
0: Uh huh. Um, but so, like, it, it was. I, I like the fact that you get to see her by herself, and it's not just like I a agree. Hurricane that hits the beach, you know. I think this they're better just, alone.
1: Maybe they're better alone.
0: Maybe. And they don't they're not feed off like they're not feeding off
1: right, feeding off each other.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Well, they go in. So uh, when they get back from the date, Tajwan and Haley get into this big fight, and it's all just this mention of seagulls and pigeons. And I'm telling you, both of those are like rat birds.
0: They're I are exactly. Gross. I did. I did not get this at the time, and watching it back now and seeing Taj like talk about the two birds, and even Haley is like later on. She goes, "These are both." As bad Trash. Of, of animals <laughs> as each other.
1: Yeah. No, none, neither of these animals are something that I want to compare my relationship to.
0: No. I don't know why you think seagulls are great, um, but, you know, seagulls are just as bad as pigeons. That's so. They're just thing, as bad. This whole thing is so confusing, though. Like, who comes up and goes, You're a pigeon and I'm a seagull. Why don't you be like, uh, like pick like any other bird other than those two and you're good to go you know call right. someone a pigeon like totally. a macaw
1: like but I, and i'm orange. like
0: yeah i'm like a toucan or a
1: a toucan there's so <laughs> many options but they're like let yeah. me choose the two birds or, that probably exist in new eagle, york city like,
0: be as American as possible. Yeah, except you pick just like two trash birds. Yeah, The two birds that eat, both eat trash. It was so funny. Literally eat trash off the beach. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them.
1: Usually when I see pigeons, they have like two toes instead of like the normal amount. It's gross. Don't, 10 out of 10, I recommend not looking at pigeons' feet from now on because they're sick. That was a really good impression. Um, so Jumping ahead. So Christina, this whole Christina, Blake and uh, Caitlin situation is mm-hmm. insane because Christina is, I mean, she has Blake completely in the palm of her hand.
0: She does. Hold on. I want to, I want to say one thing before there I go. miss it. How about Caitlin after the Caitlyn Dean thing, like coming down to the bar and Blake is there now that you said Blake's name. Blake is there to try and console her. And he tries like,
1: to hug her. Don't
0: hug me. <laughs>
1: don't touch me. And he's like, "Oh, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: How would he? Why would he even make he that?" He
0: hasn't. He hasn't got the signals. He's like, "I don't want to talk to you about anything. I'm just emotional. Please don't try and support me in any way. I do
1: not need your support. Yeah. That was hilarious. She, I she has written him that. off
0: wholly a while back.
1: Completely. Um,
0: yeah. So, but yeah." go ahead
1: this uh caitlin this caitlin and christina and blake thing so blake tells caitlin that yeah. she is 100 per- he literally says 100 percent, you are getting my rose to caitlin and then christina pulls him aside and says like you know i don't want you to do something temporary like what if you can't get there with her and she like develops mm-hmm. more feelings blah 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 and then he pulls uh caitlin back aside and was like you know i don't know what i'm gonna do now <laughs> She goes. Wait, after you talk to Christina, he goes. Yeah, yeah. and then he sends her home. I
0: Blake is his own undoing. Yeah. So 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 rose ceremony kind of happens like in the middle of day one.
1: No, basically. like it's still at the end.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And I guess that,
0: like I have so many notes after that. Because yeah, there's so much. That's well, happened right before
1: well, right before then, like th- we have the whole Dean and um Kaylin birthday because she turns twenty four.
0: I know. She's such a baby. Oh,
1: my gosh. So young. And so Dean loves to throw a birthday. If you guys don't remember, Dean also (laughs) threw D-Lo a birthday um, during uh, while Christina was standing right there. What is his deal with birthdays? And then he ends up later dumping uh, Caitlin or Caitlin on her birthday.
0: On her birthday. Rough. rough Dean has.
1: He, he needs to talk to somebody, like see a therapist, like stat. That's the most destructive be- behavior I've ever seen.
0: It, seriously, like if they're under 24, he's good. And then I think that she turned 24 and she, he was like, nope too young too old for me now.
1: congratulations <laughs> you're you're out of my uh dating app age range <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: the, I, when no, i was when i was single i used to think about that every year i'd be like oh maybe another birthday another um whole like demo that i'm not available for <laughs> demographic <laughs> yeah. of guys that have me cut off
0: <laughs> that's that's your whole thing when like now you're searching and you're going wait i'm ta- judging these people by their age do i
1: yeah you gotta I, adjust
0: am I like realistic in what age I'm looking for? Right. Yeah.
1: Well, um, sort of to wrap things up at the rose ceremony, um, Demi, they switched things up and Demi was able to give the first rose, even though the guys had the roses this week.
0: Well, wait a minute. because in the middle of this is when, uh, I have my moment, little moment with, with, uh,
1: Taysha. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, uh, You and Taysha, So you finally have like a heart to heart. And she is so sweet because she had that like, you know, in the moment thing right before saying like, you know, like I'm into Derek. And like, you know, maybe if uh, he's able to move on, then we can um, then I can pursue him. And she was super sweet and, you know, consoled you and listened to. Your feelings asked you how you were feeling and was very open to all of that, knowing that you clearly are are just getting over somebody you really care about, um, which I loved. This is another reason why I think Taysha needs somebody more mature, more like you, because um, she can handle these sort of situations. Like John Paul Jones is not mentally like developed enough (laughs) to handle this situation.
0: I mean, you see Tasha whenever it comes to emotional things and, and like going back to Colton season two, you know, she's always very thoughtful. Like she takes a pause and sits in her thoughts for a second and then says what she thinks. And that's that's there's a lot to say about that. that I think is like really great. You know, because mm-hmm. many of us just talk without thinking for a split second. Oh, yeah. And she's she absolutely is like, OK, wait a minute. Give me a second. Let me think how I feel about this and then is 100% ready to be behind that, you know? So, sure. um, and, and, and she was, like, she was very friendly to me, right, the day, day or two before um, when she starts to talk about those positive things about me and what she thinks about me. And then, um, but, like, it's also understanding going, look, I get it. You just, like, you just ended things with somebody else. Uh, it's, it's hard right now, but take today. And then when we finally kiss,
1: um,
0: she says, you took today, you know, like, that's what she says. You took today to think about things and, and think about what you're feeling. And it's very clear there, right? That like, I thought about my time and you see me basically going back to the beginning of, um, the whole show where I was like, Hey, look, you were the first person I was attracted to. Right. Yeah.
1: For sure. And if you,
0: if you, if you, for people who don't remember, that was one of the very first things I said on the beach was I was talking to Tation saying, you know, oh, I had said that uh, you were the one I was most interested in.
1: Mm-hmm. And like, um, I, I know everybody, people might be thinking like, you know, that's not enough time, like you're just now getting over Demi. But you guys have to remember, this is paradise, like this is, you don't have time to sit here and like fully mend your wounds. Like you have to, you're figuring things out and you kind of have to figure things out as you go. And, um, if that means, you know, starting to talk to Taysha, like taking a day and, you know, figuring out your feelings then that's what you have to do.
0: I think that's so cool to learn actually to, that's like one of the most powerful things about, um, having gone through this world is, it's just taking the, a day and, And thinking and sitting in your thoughts instead of being like, yeah, I'm going to need three weeks with pizza and ice cream. But
1: I love taking three weeks of pizza and ice
0: cream. (laughs) I mean, I don't hate it.
1: I live like 52 weeks a year with pizza and ice cream. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what you guys are doing, but yeah. Um, No, I really like that. And uh, I'm, I liked, I loved seeing, um, you know, your development in that. I thought that was great. But um Thank you.
0: Okay, so like let's see, what else do we see during this rose ceremony? Chris and Jen.
1: Jen goes home because he he was debating it at first. He right. was like, I'm not sure, but he ends up giving Katie his rose, which I'm glad because I mean I I don't think him and Jen had that much of a connection.
0: They it didn't seem like it on camera, I agree. Watching it back and I didn't know at all while we were there. But um but like seeing he and Jen interact. I get it, hundred percent, because he and Katie are certainly like a total match. Of, For of, sure,
1: of,
0: of um, this insane level of like up and down, right? Like they always have yeah. these wild up and ups and downs, and I think that's why they don't show them very much, you know? Because a lot of the, uh, like a lot of the other couples, they keep kind of like cutting back to them, like Clay and Nicole. We keep keep seeing like cutaways back to them to be like, no, 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 they're they're together. Don't worry. Yeah. With Dylan and Hannah. Just showing, Actually, just
1: reassuring everyone.
0: Yeah. Um, but with these two, it's just like, it's always something going, wait, what? Where did this come from?
1: Oh, for sure. Um, well, I mean, that's really that's really it for that. I mean, like Tajwan, Caitlin, and Jen all go home. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't really surprised by those three. Actually, I was surprised by Caitlin. I thought Caitlin was going to say and Christina was going to leave.
0: I I was surprised by that I gotta say definitely was while I was there surprised by Jen Um, like I just said I was I was surprised again in person but even if you like watching it back there's a bunch of people who said oh yeah he's gonna give his roast to Jen you know of course Mm -hmm. as if as if it was assured and so it was interesting to see like him go through the thought process because you know I didn't get to see that all of his thinking in person
1: This episode of The Bachelor Podcast is brought to you by FIGS. Okay, I think there's something all of us can agree on. Nurses, doctors, dentists, and people who work in medicine – not only make more money than us, but um, (laughs) are really, really great. And we can all think of a time when um, a medical professional has helped us or a family member. Well, Figs is an amazing company that is making scrubs stylish and functional for the people who deserve it most. For years, nurses, doctors, and dentists have been wearing these ugly and uncomfortable scrubs to work every day, unlike some of us, like I work at a media company and I'm able to wear you know, leggings 10 days a week. And not everybody is that lucky. So FIGS is the highest quality medical apparel so that medical professionals can look their best, feel their best and perform their best every day. They're made with yoga waistbands and come in a variety of styles, classic to straight legs to joggers to skinny styles. So that way you can wear different types of stuff to work. That's not just the same every single day. And you look good and you feel good. And when you do that, when you look good and feel good, you also like are better at your job, which so they've told me, maybe I should uh, maybe I should wear Figs instead of leggings every day. And um, what's really cool about Figs is that every time you shop at Figs, they give scrubs to healthcare providers in need around the world through their Threads for Threads initiative. Um, I actually gave this to um, my cousin. Obviously, I don't wear scrubs every day, but maybe I'm going to take those back. And she is obsessed with them. She loves the way they fit. She likes the way they look. She even sent me a selfie um, in them one day. And she posted it on her story, which, can I just tell you, I've never seen her. Post a, self, uh, a selfie on her story with her inner scrub. So that was really cool. So, um, whether you're one of the people that work in healthcare or you know somebody that does, Figs is going to make that easy by providing you with 15% off your first purchase by using the code TheBachelor. You can head to WearFigs.com. That's W E A R F I G S Figs.com and enter our code TheBachelor at checkout. That is WearFigs.com and enter the code TheBachelor at checkout for 15% off your first order shall we move on to night two let's do it all right night two um
0: cliffhanger right after night one
1: cliffhanger oh. uh oh. so dean i'm sorry
0: Caitlin. i no, know man, like I was, my heart is broken for her. that
1: that was insane because they go through the rose ceremony after dean throws her to this birthday party gives her his rose and honestly I'm The one thing di- Dean did right was at least give her his rose and then mm-hmm. leave instead of pulling it on an Yeka and just being like, no one gets my rose <laughs> and I'm also leaving. Bye.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I think on was just like tired of Cam at that point. So oh. same.
1: <laughs> same. <laughs> I think we can all agree that we were tired of Cam at that but moment.
0: The, I, the, the thing is, all right, let's bring this back to the real world have you ever had a friend who tells you, yeah, I'm going to break up with him or like in my you know, case often, like I'm going to break up with her. Um, but their birthday is in two weeks. So let me like, let's just, let's get to that. And then I'll break up with
1: <laughs> yeah. them afterwards. You have like a timeline. Like I'll just wait <laughs> yeah. till Valentine's Day. I'll do it after Valentine's Day. Honestly, right. if you're trying to break up with anybody after Thanksgiving, like you're fucked because you have to stay for Thanksgiving. <laughs> you have to stay for Christmas. You have to stay for New Year's. Valentine's Day is literally right there. So you have,
0: right there. you're
1: with yeah. that person for at least four months and you have no other choice. <laughs>
0: It's cuffing season. That's why they call it that. Yeah.
1: So you have to wait till after Valentine's Mm. Day. What would suck is if their birthday was in like, you know, March. And then you're like, (laughs) you know,
0: that's basically what Dean ends up in here. Like, I think you, you start to see like what we just talked about, the things he says the day before he's, he's not so sure of it, but, um, it was kind of like surprising that he did it that night. When I was he really
1: reps. surprised that he, I mean it was right after the rose ceremony. Literally, just yeah. like, can I talk to you? I'm going home.
0: <laughs> which, which, by the way, like that's at three in the morning or four in the morning. That's not at how like, rude. <laughs> yeah, like
1: we're tired. We like are hungry. We're hot. <laughs> like the last. At least thing I let want, me have
0: a slice of pizza before you break up with me, please.
1: Right or like a, let me take a nap. hmm
0: Because
1: then you're going to bed sad. The worst thing, honestly, Ooh. is going to bed upset. Not just upset, really, like, in a relationship, but upset in general. Like, just crying before bed. That's the mm-hmm. worst. I hear you. <laughs> I just have an image of myself just, like, with the pillow.
0: It's really it's, – it is really hard um, watching this. And I just – I felt really bad for Kaylin.
1: Same. I really did, too. And I and was she, so – She's been
0: really brutal. She's been really brutal with, like, some of the things you said about Blake and to Christina. But in this moment, I I seriously get to where um, I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry, babe. I know,
1: you know. And I like I personally kind of like bashed her insecurity about her and Dean the past couple of episodes. I'm like, gosh, like watching her, you know, freak out about Dean every five seconds is so annoying. Like the insecurity is painful to watch. And now I'm like, oh, well, she th- this was all valid.
0: <laughs> this is why. Yeah. All this of this why.
1: insecurity that she's been having is has been brought to life. And I'm like, well, you know, my bad, because I did not realize
0: Yeah, that's on me. It is not, it is not, <laughs> it is not uh, easy to watch. And, and, and Dean takes his mustache, sweeps it out of town.
1: Right. Okay. So mm-hmm. then we have JPJ literally sobbing out of nowhere. And I feel like, I don't know if yeah. I, if I just saw this wrong or whatever, but was Blake sitting like five steps away and then sees john paul jones and says hey are you all right after john paul jones been crying for like ten minutes, <laughs> so he just I like guess. stepped over and was like hey you okay man and john paul just like well no i'm not like i'm sitting here sobbing
0: yeah i don't know where this came from i have and, no idea um this is the first time that john talks about how old he was when he started looking for his wife where he's like 18 years old i've been looking for my wife since i was 18 man yeah and um like i get it but also you're that's six years ago like i'm i'm 32 i don't really feel bad for somebody who's like been trying to find a relationship that that ends up that way since for six years
1: later he says um you know i'm eight or i'm 24 years old i've been looking for my wife since i was 18 or no, for eighteen for, years. For eighteen years. And I was like sitting the there doing the there math in my head. I'm like, boop, 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 boop.
0: yeah, that's, you since you were six, bro. Since
1: you were six, you've been looking for your <laughs> wife.
0: <laughs> what? He knew what he wanted at a young age, I guess.
1: That was wild. He literally was like, I yeah. am 24 years old. I've been looking for my wife for 18 years.
0: I mean, 18 this is like years. This-
1: 18 years. Cute <laughs> Kanye
0: Wow, that was good I like that K
1: That was <laughs> wild um, but yeah, he's- like,
0: here's, This is the thing that makes me Just even as a viewer Obviously, I didn't see this I wasn't part of this conversation But these like kinds of statements are what makes it hard To take him seriously yeah. You know what I mean? Because here even in his moment of seriousness It's just a ridiculous thought It's not And I know like Chris has gone in really um, in fact, Carrie Bradshaw, our friend Chris Burns, who was on last week, has gone in really hard on JBJ for months. Um, but even just like watching it back, I, I like I was hoping to maybe see something that made a little bit more sense. And it just doesn't.
1: That's, I, that's what I think the problem with this whole situation and uh, – well, one of the many problems is, is that all of his reasonings for everything he does here later in the show is – so just random it seems erratic and uh, like out of nowhere and so it's hard to take it seriously it starts with the crying out of nowhere it starts with his random or his statements being like you know i've been looking i've been looking for my wife since i was 18 nothing seems believable because he just seems so just manic Mm. and i think that's what um the rest of us at home are seeing and we're like well i don't i can't i'm struggling to believe you and taking what Uh, what you're saying seriously because it just seems like you're just spouting things off just because yeah
0: exactly well I mean in that respect right so one of the things he says about me is Derek is that creepy guy who you know graduated high school five years ago and comes back to the high school parties despite the fact that he's a grown-ass man Um, all of
1: us are like where is this coming from? I even thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make a compilation of all the nice things Derek has said about John Paul
0: Jones. I know. <laughs> I mean, every I, time
1: you've said something nice about him, it's and then you see all this.
0: It's just so odd, and it
1: it doesn't make sense.
0: We all the things that we know about me as a viewer, and not even just like me trying to personally, myself, yeah, are are totally the opposite of anything he says. The, right? Like saying that is. Is like oh Derek's Derek's you know the creepy guy. Who, excuse me, Derek is the one with a job here.
1: With <laughs> a job, the one, like that yeah. is grown. Like
0: who, who moved to New York City, not who's still in high school. Like all of these are are very much a rejection. Um, yeah, just, just that's like that's how I'm reading it. Oh yeah, he's feeling rejected,
1: it. so it's a tactic to you know I'm gonna pull someone else on because I honestly don't feel like he has any sort of. Um, anything against you except for the fact that he is feeling rejected by the girl that he wants. And he's like, you know what? Mm. I'm going to drag him down and I'm going to do it in whatever way I can.
0: It was such an unfortunate thing because he goes from being this lovable guy the day before where he's, he's doing like cartwheels on the beach, like the classic. Yeah. He, he, he does like 18 cartwheels in a row, which by the way, very impressed by that. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. No, and I he's would, just like going around and around. <laughs> yeah so by weird. himself by the way which is so funny <laughs> um he goes from that and
1: doing t- to this
0: to this even which
1: is, even just like before i mean the past season like him on um hannah's season and being like everybody was loving him he became this like internet john paul jones sensation like we were posting stuff about him and like we well, I, I ended up
0: let's 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 just pat ourselves on the back for a second We kind of started this. Yeah, John Paul Jones. We
1: started this stand with our with this champagne thing that we made with the
0: chugging meme. John Paul Jones chugging the
1: which went viral. uh,
0: Was ours,
1: and it's like okay, exactly. Had
0: ourselves in the back,
1: and and so everybody's like, "Oh, this guy is relatable. This guy's fun." And we, I remembered like last night. I was watching Twitter and. Twitter was exploding. They're like, John Paul Jones is not the guy who we thought he was and blah, blah, blah. And I totally agree with that. I also, th- I still think this is a mild defense, but not really that. I think he's just, just trying to drag somebody down because he is feeling bad about himself. I don't yeah. think this is who he actually is, but I just think he's super immature and feels like he needs to take you down just because he's feeling bad about himself, even though that's not the way it should go.
0: Yeah, I, I I totally agree with you. Just watching it back, that's 100% the vibe I got. And I think that's, like, exactly the reality of it, too. And the you know, worst somebody...
1: part about all of it is that, first of all, it's at a wedding, which is insanely oh, rude. Is,
0: yeah, so let's just go into it. Um, all of these other people kind of show up. There's like all these past bachelor people. Which who is, it was
1: like this big, like bachelor, like reunion of like incest, like where like most people have slept or made out with or hooked up with the other person.
0: <laughs> as stagecoach, as if stagecoach wasn't enough. Yeah, here's <laughs>
1: here's, here's a wedding here's to bring everybody game. back together.
0: <laughs> but there was a lot of like good relationships. You know who looked for great? Examples? Who's that?
1: Um, Kevin. Kevin and Astrid, Kevin looked outstanding. I was never a huge fan of, like, how... I thought didn't think Kevin was cute, but he looked great at that wedding. Really? I thought I he did.
0: He seems... I don't know if he's just Canadian, but he seems so freaking nice. Oh, yeah. Um, I really like that guy, yeah. And Astrid, Astrid I've always thought of somebody... You know how close I am with Raven. Mm-hmm. So I've I've, like... I've always thought very good things about her because she's she's so tight with Raven. So right, um, oh, if she could only pick somebody who's a quality human being.
1: Yeah. So he at- look,
0: He looked great. He looked great. Also, also, um, grocery store Joe was just on the screen for a split second, but God, that guy looked handsome.
1: He has a set of teeth. They are like, imp- they're he pretty.
0: Does. There's just something about that guy. I still don't get how he only made it to night one, one night of. Was it Becca's season, right?
1: Yeah, and like, he is. Beca- and now he's with like home. Kendall, and they're they live together in L.A. They are so
0: cute. They are so cute.
1: Um. No. Okay. So we're at the wedding. There's a ton of bachelor people there pretending they know each other. <laughs> also, like random <laughs> seasons, like oh yeah. Right. Uh, but
0: it's ve- very beautiful. Oh, like, the wedding is Chris, stunning. Chris Crystal, Chris looks so handsome. I need to get whatever his workout plan has been for the past year. Coach Crystal.
1: Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. It's it's Coach Crystal. Um, I think I was, when I was watching the wedding, I'm thinking, God, imagine having the budget to just invite a cast full of people that you don't know to your wedding. (laughs) Just adding, you know, 20 more people to the list that you don't, that Mm -hmm. half of you've never even met before. Be like, yeah, they can come. I mean, your
0: family's... Exactly. Your family's never going to be sad with um, getting the opportunity to go to Mexico for five days or whatever, all expenses paid. I can only assume. Yeah.
1: That that wedding was stunning and like everybody looked good. But after.
0: You know know what? I have to prop this up to Crystal, because I obviously got to like give her a hug while I was there. The most beautiful bride I have ever seen. Really? Yes in person I was like oh my god I've never seen her before and remember last season how everyone was just like so enthralled with her yeah like every single guy I mean her body is gaga (laughs) but even like I just I saw her the first time and I was like wow this woman is so beautiful Chris very lucky man
1: (laughs) yeah she's she's gorgeous she did look gorgeous I mean I can only imagine what she looked like in person I'm sure the cameras did not do her justice I'm glad she yeah. had this, like, I mean, not that she needed a glow up because she was always pretty, but I'm glad she had this, like, um, upward arc
0: Well, these because she had are such like, a
1: bad rap on, they both had bad reps on their seasons.
0: Exactly. And we actually, like, we went in on them because <laughs> yeah. I, I I love, I love the, the friends, um, the friends, uh, review that we did that was like, Kate and Derek will be there for you for to you. point out everything you, you do. I love that because that's what we do here, right? Like we, we just talk about what people have done. They're like two people who are the exact example and in, in so many ways who it's just like, Hey, you, guess what? People said some stuff about you because maybe you didn't handle things the right way. You should reflect on that and learn and grow. And to- these two people a hundred percent. Yeah. They
1: you nailed know? it. I love, yeah. I really, I that's ship hard. them.
0: That's hard as hell to do.
1: I agree. I'm I'm happy for them. Their wedding was gorgeous. She looked beautiful. Chris is the nicest guy on the planet.
0: I know he is.
1: He really is. Um. Okay, so let's get into this. Let's get like dig deep into this like argument really quick. Um, okay. So JPJ starts like talking. He brings up the high school moment, which we mentioned, but he starts, you know, talking to Katie for advice and being like, you know, He says these things like taking advantage of his fans, blah, 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 doing it for fame, temporary fame. It's like uh, also you, JPJ, like this is temporary fame. Like this is not uh, the fact that he has to mention it. It's like we know maybe you don't know, Um, but he's saying all this stuff. And then he goes to Demi and starts like confiding in her and uh, being like, you know, well, he has this podcast that he's (laughs) I was literally, I hope you know that I'm sitting at home watching this and my jaw is on the floor.
0: Well, it's, it seriously seems like he opened the encyclopedia of wrong reasons and just like picked five things to say.
1: Pick five, <laughs> because, yeah.
0: Because you see like these people he's talking to, Demi especially, he, he's like, so, Demi, did, did Derek ever yada yada? And, and Demi's like, no, he actually really respected me a exactly. lot. Exactly. And then he just like cuts her off. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. But, but anyways, this. let me go somewhere
1: else and let me he's, try to figure out something else to say.
0: Right. He's legitimately like gaslighting the whole cast to try and get them on his side before he ever talks to Derek, me.
2: I, it's know, true. I, like, I, have,
0: to, I have to be careful I talk about this because I wanted to talk about this as a viewer. And not, like, this is our rules here, right? Like, everything is as a viewer. Sure, yeah. Viewer. So even just, like, as a viewer watching it back, I'm going, okay, all of this seems very weird. And and especially there, like, we just saw me and how I handled things with Demi. And then here this guy comes in and, uh, and just, like, the way he handles it. It's not about seeking it to understand anything. He's, like, made up his mind. Mm-hmm. He has. He's, he is on a mission to destroy Derek.
1: That is so and, true. You know, he like, made up his mind. Yeah. Like, there was no convincing him as, otherwise.
0: No. And whatever he can do, he's going to run around during a wedding, which is so gross.
1: I know. Um, that's so. If somebody did that at my wedding, I would literally light them on
0: fire. What about like him in the middle of the wedding talking to Tasha and like whispering to her?
1: Sitting down in the seat that you were going to sit in. First of all, that was
0: so weird.
1: It was, and he was like, I just feel like you need to know that what kind of person Derek is, and he's not the man you deserve. And he's like, I'm not going to let Derek ruin this. It's like, okay. (laughs) First of all, you need to calm down. Like, you're at a wedding. Like, it's, I'm telling you, like I said before, everything that he is doing seems erratic and unhinged. Like, he just seems completely, um, I mean, on his, this, is yeah, yeah, this is somebody who and snapped. Yeah, he snapped. this is somebody who snapped. He snapped and he has nowhere else to go except... Um, and I think he kind of knows he snapped because the reason he, he's not letting you talk because he'll, he finally confronted you. But even with Man. you trying to get a word in, he's like... I think he knew that he's dug himself so deep that he can't have you um, defend yourself because the second you start defending himself, yourself, he's going to look even more in the wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then... And so he's like, it was that I was comparing it to that Austin power thing where he's like, shut up. Nope. Shut, shut up.
0: Shut up. Nope. Shut up. Oh no, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> That's, That's what I was true. thinking. I'm
1: like, he's not even letting you speak. And, um, I was talking to Barry, uh, our shop, uh, manager here. And she's like, I've never seen this is a compliment to you, but she was like, I've never seen someone handle every type of situation with such grace. If, because if somebody would do that to me, I would, he's immediately that type of personality and that type of reaction would cause an instant freak out on my end. You were just like, okay, you were listening to him. You were like, okay, I hear you. Like, I understand. And you would try to respond back, but you use this word bulldoze and you're like, he was literally bulldozing through these conversations. And Matt and I were talking, we were like, I wish, um, you would just start using all of this like corporate jargon just to confuse him. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Just come like coming from a dad. brand
1: standpoint. Wait, who's
0: who's Matt? Is oh, Matt, my boyfriend. Is that, is that your boyfriend, Matt? <laughs> oh, you have a boyfriend, and he showed up Matt.
1: last night, and we talked. He watched he watched <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise on the plane last night.
0: Did he really? Yeah, he
1: watched, even sent me. He was tweeting on the plane. He bought internet. Um so he could tweet from the plane and watch the show cuz I was like you have to watch like tonight cuz it's the wedding oh, so and blah, in, blah blah. So
0: he's in town right now? Yeah,
1: he's in town. Oh, okay. Um but so we were talking about that we were like I wish he would just start using all this like corporate jargon to confuse
0: him. Yeah, <laughs> like, throw him off his track. I mean that that's he even it was very interesting to finally see the reveal of the "Don't insult my intelligence" line, which was essentially just him saying something because mm-hmm. um, there was no insult to no. anyone's intelligence. Uh, it was it was just my attempt um, to even speak and in in any sense like me to even just like have a conversation. Just saying with that him. he was
1: wrong was had him like sent over the edge. By the way, um, we just well, dropped.
0: That's, that's, that's somebody victimizing themselves right like oh, they're for making sure. themselves a victim and that's a manipulation tactic let's just be very clear about this this is this is the thing this is a viewer as well watching this somebody who's been in an emotionally abusive relationship in the past these words that that are being used are really scary oh freaky. yeah
1: absolutely And, and the, these are luke p the, words
0: these are luke p words a 100 percent. and the fact this is called gaslighting by the way when somebody manipulates the people around you to change and alter your reality. That's what this is called. Um, And, and um, even like to say something like you take advantage of women, that's, that is super messed up because everything we know about Derek, (laughs) I'm not even defending myself at this point, but everything we know about Derek is the complete opposite. Is like, you just saw what he went through with Demi right this is so weird I know I'm talking about myself in the third person but I feel like I wanted I want people to know that this is me seeing this as them it's it is it's literally just none of it makes any sense no and saying something like that about somebody is um gross because then people who are actually going through this now they're going to question their reality and here you see like this person who's been through a lot, who was treated like people with respect. And then to say that that's somebody who is, um, taking advantage of people. Now they're going to question their own reality. Yeah. You know, and it's, that's the super messed up part about like manipulating the situation the way that this guy does. So anyway,
1: no, I mean, and it, it also looks even worse on his part because this is the episode, you know, two episodes right after or the week right after um. Everybody saw you, you with Demi, and like you handle the situation and like in such a graceful, respectful manner. And then it's like, oh well, Derek does this. It's like, wait, no, he doesn't. <laughs> I was like, we literally <laughs> just—if that was the case, we would have had a completely different reaction from um, you know, from Bachelor Nation, uh, from the past well, episodes.
0: And I mean, like, like let's like, look like at Jed and Peter stuff that happened with them, right? Um, and not, not so much Peter, like, I don't want to say that so hard, but the truth is that that there were accusations about him. Um, and, and, but especially Jed and that other guy, Scott, I think was his name, you know, if this (laughs) this is a thing, like, these are literally people who are just announced to have been on Mm -hmm. some show. Like I have been in this world for three years. Yeah. You know, but like, This would have come out if there was any facts behind this. Exactly. Somebody would have said something over the last three years when I was... And even in the last day, nobody said anything. Why is that? Because it's not true.
1: Because it's not true.
0: Sorry, podcast listeners. I've never slept with a podcast listener before.
1: But... uh... <laughs> and I could change no i'm just kidding um <laughs> uh but okay so just a side note we did just drop a new mug today and it says don't insult my intelligence so you can get that at oh god! so not so this is what you get for insulting us we're gonna make money off your insult mic drop <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god of course uh so um <laughs> Really quick, I do want to touch on the whole Angela Clay um, Nicole situation, and that's and that's pretty much like the that's rest of, it. The end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Angela, they end up Clay ends up seeing Angela at um, the wedding, and of course, there's going to be feelings there. He let Nicole know ahead of time. He's like, you know, I really, I like, I had a lot of feelings for this girl. This is still very recent. Um, What was really weird was, uh, I I guess I, as an outsider, I don't know much, but seeing, uh, well, I guess as an outsider, it seemed weird that Chris and Crystal were like, well, we picked a few, (laughs) picked a uh, a small group of people uh, to stay with us and like sent the rest home. I guess I do understand that as a wedding and it's their wedding, but it was also like, oh, I
0: I think you didn't make the cut. uh, It's pretty obvious as a viewer, like what they're doing, right? John just like drama came after me, so let's get them out of here. Oh, let's get that's a good,
1: to that's to a good the call. side.
0: Let's get Nicole like away from Clay so that we can have him talk to Angela. It was kind of like separating a few that's people. That's so like, true. Yeah, Sydney and Mike. Yeah, that's like that's kind of what's going on here. And, and and then I I don't I don't know whose decision it was, but it's definitely um, some some form of. Uh, all right, let's mix it up a little bit, kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, well, Taisha talks to Nicole after the after the wedding and was like, you know, um, Clay chose Angela over you that night, and and sh- she's totally right. Like he did choose Angela over yeah. her. Like the stuff that he was saying to Angela was kind of inappropriate, knowing that he has a relationship with Nicole and ha- oh, no. Angela's the ex. He even ready? had.
0: I didn't know some of this and like uh, it, was, it was weird to see. I, told, I agree with you.
1: Even after um, uh, he had that Freudian slip where he's like, you know, my girlfriend Angela's here and they're like, it's your ex, first of all. That was yeah. awkward. Um, no. Yeah, that whole situation was weird and if I, I mean, if I were Nicole, I would definitely have some super big questions and be a little thrown off my game
0: yeah, with that. Yeah, this is like, Clay, Clay, is always like on the even keel. We see him, um, and like I, like, I don't know. I just can't, I can't follow him. I can't get in his head. This guy is like he's got, he's got. I don't know if it's because he has got walls up or what, but at this point,
1: just he's a little shady Clay to me. Is,
0: I don't,
1: As a I viewer sh- right now, it's a little, it's, a, it's a, shady. You
0: think, you think? Just a
1: little, just a little shady. I, I'm not like distrusting him at all. Like I don't mm-hmm. think that he's like
0: you're on this. You're on Annalisa's team.
1: Yeah, I'm not on Annalise's. T- I just feel like there's a <laughs> who was there last yeah, night. She's like, "Hey yeah, guys," yeah. but um, I just feel like there's a little bit, a little bit of shade there.
0: Yeah, there's something I just can't figure out. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. And he's like, he's just like so quiet, and maybe he's just like afraid to talk about his emotions at all. Um, I get that. There's a lot of men who have never like learned how to be open. I was raised by a mom who's a very emotional person. So that's why, as you all see me, like, talking through things and crying as much as I do, it's because, you know, I was, like, taught to be that way. And um, he definitely seems like somebody who learned to just, like, cover, like, hold stuff back. Right. You know? Which is why he's so boring a lot of the time, by the way. Yeah he just like he doesn't change. He doesn't have emotions. He doesn't go up and down. He's just no. always the same.
1: Always the same. Um, mm. One other thing before we end this, uh, before we go into our Skinny Pop Moments of the Week, um, K- Clay or not Clay, um, Kaylin and Connor go on a paint date. Connor comes yes. to Paradise and they go on a date, which I don't really no, feel I, I the connection between them.
0: That. I thought you were going to skip that. So hard. Um, I thought I about it like, for a
1: second because I was jealous, but then I was like, okay, fine. <laughs>
0: That's what it was. I was like, Kate,
1: jealousy. I've been waiting for Connor, Connor lover,
0: the biggest Connor lover of all time. Yeah, I I was so hopeful that you would skip it just so I could call you out for it. I was, like, you oh. know, I was like,
1: Ugh, I guess I should bring it up because it is. I was like, I don't want people attacking me for not mentioning it, but yes, they went on a date. It was so cute. Anyways, um, <laughs> I just don't what think I tall, feel a connection with them.
0: What a gigantic, tall, handsome man. Yeah. He's I'm so, so jealous of this guy. He
1: when he walked in with Chase, he literally looked like he was like thirteen years old. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Chase like looks like this gorgeous bearded man, and then you have um, Connor right next to him, taller, but like, hey guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he totally is. He's he is. Um,
1: he's a baby face.
0: He's, he's a baby for sure. Yeah, but like even his personality too.
1: He sounds like uh he also sounds very similar to John Paul Jones with their surfer voice. Yeah, totally So like, like what do you think is like are, like what colors do you wanna paint? <laughs> like, what colors are you into?
0: <laughs> it's so, so bizarre. If a color, what would like, you What be? color would you be?
1: <laughs> Unreal. And he puts that green paint oh, all over her gosh. face and she's in that in the moment interview and I'm like, girl. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> if a guy and they were kissing with the paint on, I'm like, are they eating mm. that? Like, is that in their mouth? That had to have been in their mouth. <laughs> I hope they not. definitely have some sort whoa. of lead poisoning.
0: 1000%.
1: <laughs>
0: this is amazing. I love that. Well, how great, how great was, was Wells' like credits at the end of the second episode, by the way? I don't remember what the first one was. What whoa. was the first episode? the credit scene Do you remember
1: i don't remember but i remember this one was wasn't it demi doing impressions of connor
0: no demi was was doing
1: impressions of connor
0: at the wedding it was two in a row row. the first one was wells doing impression of jpj talking about the date oh yeah well it's like this day was good good second Second day. day also good. Also good. <laughs> and then, and then to have this, it's so perfect because, like, you went from one, uh, one to the next of of basically like these two people doing the same thing. The dub over uh, with Demi
1: was amazing.
0: A hundred percent. She's so funny. <laughs> she
1: is so funny. Okay, so let's do our Skinny Pop moments of the week. Are you ready to um, <clears throat> sing for us?
0: <clears throat> ready. Yeah. Now it's time for something sweet, salty, and cheesy. It's Skinny Skinny Pop Pop Moments of The Bachelor Week. week. (laughs) (laughs) He's
1: off book, you guys. Um, Okay, so before we start, we want to thank our sponsor, Skinny Pop Popcorn. It's gluten-free popcorn with the super delicious crunchy kernels that come in flavors like butter, cheddar, and you can snack without compromise. You can find Skinny Pop products at shop.skinnypop.com or retailers nationwide. Also, if you haven't seen mine and Derek's video on Instagram of our Skinny Pop uh, video. It's hilarious and you have to check it out. Um, yeah, I
0: just, I, I haven't even watched it yet. It
1: is so funny. Um, okay. So, um, sweet moment of the week. I have to say the moment between you and Tasha was the sweetest moment. Like, especially the first one, not even the one where yeah. like you kiss, but you
0: know, for sure. The first one I agree I agree with, that's what I was gonna the say first
1: too. one, her like giving you advice and, um, you know, just comforting you. That was really, really sweet and mature of her. And um, I really liked that. I liked that a lot. I was
0: here for it. Yeah, well, like you saw, um, you saw Demi talk to Tasha before me even, right? About yeah. her scenario. And um, she like came out to Tasha before she did to me, which is totally fine, by the way. Like, like let's cover that for a split second. Because um, a bunch of people have said some stuff that like uh, that you know oh how could demi talk to other people before that's how this works for for everyone just so you know you have to process through that yourself and for on sure. your own time and in your own way it's not like no, she didn't owe me anything right no so um so so like i think taisha understood more than anybody because she had she had had held on to that information as well and was like yeah i know this was i knew like I know how hard this was for you before. and I know. And, yeah. And she was so understanding and just like so supportive. And, um, yeah, Keisha is a great human being and go, go, go you
1: sweet moment of the week. That's what it was. Um, salty. I mean, I, it would be wrong <laughs> of me not to say John Paul Jones freak out, but it, it's you know, John Paul Jones freak out.
0: <laughs> John Paul Jones so salty this week. It's like, remember the salt big guy.
1: <laughs> yeah he like, went like
0: put salt off his elbow onto the steak. that was JPJ that was JPJ. Like, jpj we've never we've never had this much salt that was never. crazy but maybe maybe luke p was this salty but
1: but shout out to him for the free pr that was stunning oh yeah true <laughs> wow i, I mean like about that I I couldn't have. I don't know how much money I would have had to pay to get, you know, a podcast (laughs) mentioned on national TV on like the most watched show like in America (laughs) ten times.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Every time, well, you and you saw me when. He said it. I was like, why do you keep talking about this? I know, this? you're like, I don't even care
1: sense. about the podcast. The best part <laughs> yeah. was you were like, I was just trying to give you something fun to do. And I was like, should we change that as a description? Just your like one monologue of like, give you something fun to talk about or fun <laughs> <to do." laughs> That was amazing.
0: Um, it was, it, it reminded me like in retrospect once I watched it um, about, you know, in like the office when Andy Bernard is like, Sorry for trying to be your friend. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I. <laughs> I really want to be myself doing
1: that. Those that. really that's it. perfect. That's perfect <laughs> and spot on. Um, the cheesy moment. Um, I have to say it was hard to pick a cheesy moment, but I think the whole um reunion of all the Bachelor people showing up. This like ancestral family uh, to the wedding was a little bit cheesy for me because you d- obviously you're not going to see much of the act the Chris and Crystal's family like that's not that people don't want to see that but that's what people don't want to see they want to see all the other Bachelor people getting um, right, getting together right. doing stuff it was mainly just the showing of like people who weren't on seasons together I didn't think that they would even know each other act like they know each other. Mm-hmm question mark yeah, it's the,
0: big, the biggest crossover the bachelor's ever <laughs>
1: like who's who uh, uh-huh. a bachelor a bachelor world um uh, sure. I okay
0: I actually I didn't write anything down for cheesy because I couldn't think of any cheesy moments. right
1: there wasn't really any cheesy but that for me that was the cheesiest moment
0: there wasn't like too much this was actually not much positive in this episode there's a yeah. lot of intenseness you know straight straight off the bat with like What happened with Kaylin and and Tashwan? Like,
1: yeah, it was a downer.
0: It it was all just like very intense. (laughs) I that was my other salty was um, the moment when Tashwan said she wanted to spit in uh, Haley's drink. Yeah, what? That's something you think in your head. You don't say. You don't say that out loud. Yeah,
1: that's a you don't say that out loud. Well, mm-hmm. um, thanks again to our sponsor, Skinny Pop Popcorn. You can find Skinny Pop products at shop.skinnypop.com or retailers nationwide. All right, and to um, cap this off, before we get into the uh, interview with Wells, let's um,
0: bun, 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 bun. do our
1: bow, 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 bow. let's do our Cringe <laughs> Harrison Award of the week. I have to say, in my opinion, it's John Paul Jones and Tajwan uh, Fever Dream Date
0: the date i i the whole time i was just i kept just like put cold sweats me me, facepalm me. i was like what am i watching right now who are these people cold
1: sweats bless the bless the producers for watching this and making this into the most amazing date that it already was
0: oh my god <laughs> yes like- this was the the most beautiful pairing Ever. Um, I'm so glad that Tajwan asked him on the stage. I don't think there's
1: anybody else that would have been a better date for her than him.
0: For sure. But it was, it was still so for, cringe. Especially for us. Oh, in the cringiest way. Skin crawling, like goosebumps uh, the whole time. Look at the, the camera. <laughs> cringe.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: to the point that even she even stared directly <laughs> at the camera to be like, what am I doing here? <laughs>
1: All right. uh, Before we end the episode, we have a really cool interview um, with Derek and Wells. They're both out in LA. And so they decided to hang out without me, which was pretty lame, but whatever. So I hope you guys enjoyed that.
0: Okay. Can I have other friends, please?
1: Oh, I guess. I know. I saw you post that picture on Instagram. I was like, okay, so me,
0: <laughs> what are you? What are you, JPJ, over here? Yeah, like, I know. I'm
1: getting jealous. He,
0: Derek cannot have other friends. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This episode of the Bachelor Podcast is brought to you by FabFitFun. FabFitFun is a women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full-size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and wellness products sent straight to your doorstep each season. They take the hassle out of shopping by doing it for you. And each box is customized to your specific interests. They deliver seasonal must-haves that you definitely need. The 2019 FabFitFun Fall Box is on sale now. I've gotten so many amazing products from this, so I just got mine. And um, inside of this box, we had a charcuterie board or carcuterie. There's some sort of, I, that's how you say it. I just can't figure out the exact pronunciation of it, but uh, Hannah G loves it, so we obviously love it too. There's one of those boards. I got a cool yoga mat. I got, um, you know, moisturizing body lotion. I got these really cool like sugar um, scrub for my skin because, you know, fall's coming up and we want to stay exfoliated. We've been tanning, you know, keeping all that stuff. But uh, one of the things that I love about this box is that all the products in there are full size. There are so many different subscription things that you can do, but you're just getting like mini little testers of everything. And why not just get a really big fun box with full size products that will last you for a very long time. Definitely my favorite one is the charcuterie board. But um, so right now, FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box, full size beauty products, and it retails for $49.99, but um, always has a value over $200. Use the code the. Bachelor for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. And that is The Bachelor for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com.
0: All right. Welcome back to the Bachelor Podcast. We're here in Adam's Brothers Production Studio. That's right. <laughs> How do you know that's my my company name? I saw your checkbook sitting uh, out there yeah. earlier. I wrote a really check to myself. Don't Did worry you? about it. Yeah. Oh, good. All right. Well. Okay. Uh, if anybody wants to know Wells' account number, I mm-hmm. will be selling it to the highest bidder. <laughs> DM me immediately. <laughs> not a whole lot of money in that, but you're not going to lie. <laughs> um, Wells, it's, I, it's cause wild that we've been doing podcasts for as long as we have, and we actually haven't interviewed each other until really like today, I think.
2: Yeah, um, I know. Yeah, you're on YFT this week, um, which is a show that I do with Brandy Cyrus, and... I've asked you to be on before and then I cut you like last second. I don't know why I did. But this is like I, a year ago probably.
0: I probably didn't have enough followers. I think you were late. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just trying to call you out. You got some followers now my man. <laughs> no that was um, this that was probably four years ago actually. That was when we were right off the Bachelorette. I was staying with you in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It might have been before that. It might have been after Oh it was Paradise. after
0: Paradise. You're right. First time yeah because you, you didn't on. start the show until around then yeah, yeah. exactly but well,
2: yeah it's, it's good to be on uh i do listen to your guys' podcast i wish that i had a sign that said uh is it like no likes
0: yeah like because i i do it all the time stop saying like it's is what so we say. hard stop saying like that. <laughs> uh we had somebody tweet at us the other day they, there's there's one of our uh Betches, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hmm, yeah, that's our. Is that our your followers. thing? Well, I mean, that's what the company is too. Betches. Yeah, um, they've started tracking the number of likes that each K and I do, and tweet them at us every week. Yeah, as just because we have the sign. Yeah. So it's not a not a good reminder now. There's yeah. actually someone tracking it. Who's worse? Okay, is by far. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. She's. I mean, she works in that office all day. I know. Half the words they say are like. <laughs> I know. Um, All right, well,
2: yeah, okay. So at, let's do this, and then I want whoever your betches out there to send the number, and I want to know who's worse between Derek and myself.
0: Shit, now I'm going to be in my. I know. <laughs> we'll try it. Okay, well, this is about the Bachelor. So yeah. I actually YFT is one of the few podcasts that we listen to too, because Wells and I live on opposite coasts, so I get to you know hang out with him basically through listening to his podcast every week it's fair and then i'll text you and brandy each about like, things that are funny that, that you guys said
2: yeah by the way Derek's in town because whatever i didn't even know for telling people why you're in town but you're, yeah. in t- you're in la and you're staying with us we're doing this in my studio at my house mm-hmm. so
0: it's three dogs yeah it's a lot of
2: Derek comes down today and he, it's national dog day so i know Derek comes down today and he goes hey do you have any benadryl and i was like <laughs> are you having allergic reaction he's like yeah i was like like, fuck. Uh, I was all... Ding. It's because of the dogs, right? And he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not ready for that.
0: Yeah, and here I am, always posting about dogs. Mm-hmm. But that's only that's only because people like dogs. I don't even like them. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go back. Let's, let's, like, let's make this a formal interview, Wells. Oh, okay. What was your first impression of me when we went on the show when we back on JoJo's season? It's funny
2: because... I didn't know you that for those first couple of days Mm -hmm. because we get there. We do, I mean, I don't know if I remember anyone from the first night. It's just like a lot. I remember Vinny. That's, I did not like Vinny.
0: I remembered Daniel and I did not like Daniel.
2: Yeah, I didn't like Daniel either. Um, And then the next day, I went on the group date, the fireman date where I almost died and then I got a rose. (laughs) And then you. So you met with everyone and hung out with everyone that didn't go on that first date. So everyone was super tight with you. And when I came home, you went on the Mm one-on-one and I was just hearing like secondhand, like, oh, Derek's a great guy. This is going to be a good day. Like, yeah,
0: you guys,
2: I know. I remember it was, um, God, what was that really funny guy that was like, thought everything was a conspiracy on our season.
0: Did he make it far?
2: Yeah, he not really, but he was so funny, and he would grab producers'
0: mics and say, titty, "Oh titty, yeah, titty, James titty. uh sp- spatter for or something yes, like that."
2: <laughs> James S. He was so funny, yeah. and you I, know, I
0: still have his card, by the way. Do I, you? I, you know, like when you go into the beds and they, your name is written on like one of the cards on the bed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kept his when, when you really? went home. Uh huh.
2: That's funny. You still have all, have all that stuff.
0: Um, but I remember him
2: being like, "Derek's such a great guy. The dates going to go really well." And I was like, "Oh, who's this Derek guy?" And then you got a rose and came back. And then we told the story on my podcast, but I made a rule that if you got a rose before rose ceremony day, you had to get drunk and I would make old fashions. So it was Derek and myself, the only ones who got roses beforehand. (laughs) Well, Jordan, but I don't think Jordan was hanging with us. Um, And so we got wasted like, I think day three. And that's when Derek and I became super close. And then you were my
0: roommate when we travel around the world. Exactly. We... that first week we didn't know what these like man chat things were right so yeah on, on the bachelorette you often see people sitting two or three together talking because that's i mean that's what we do all day there's nothing else to do yeah um and i'm sure they were so annoyed with us at like two o'clock in the afternoon oh yeah seven old fashions deep each just yeah like what do you think about feelings we yeah. didn't knew, know anything about each other just thought we were doing the right thing. I remember getting so drunk and being like, I don't even know this
2: woman. (laughs) Yeah. And I remember a producer being like, shut up. Mm -hmm. Also, it's the third day. So it's okay. Right. You know, being like, you don't have to be ready to be engaged yet. I was just like, I don't even know her favorite book. Yeah. I remember that. And they were like, you're so annoying.
0: (laughs) How you stuck around. I don't know. I, I don't, I have no idea. Wait, so, how how often have you told how you actually ended up on the show because I know like I know it works through Brett right yeah I've told the story a bunch but I'll tell it for your guys' listeners because yeah. it is a
2: funny story so I've been doing radio since I was 16. I've had a radio show since I was 16 um and I went to college for that I have a degree in broadcast journalism and so then I went to Nashville and I was doing radio there and I used to do a like I had a morning show. And I would do a bit where I would go audition for commercials and I'm not an actor and I didn't really want the part. I was doing it as a joke. It was a bit mm-hmm. like I'd go on Meow Mix commercial auditions or I'd go on Chinette paper the China paper plate when I actually got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really? Did enough. you do it? Yes, I did oh, it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you can like, find it on the on the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> and I would so the day of, I would, like, run lines. And, you know, if it was, like, a Meow Mix commercial, the line was, like, was, Meow Mix. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. that's it. And I'd like, run line with, like, my intern or whoever, like, my co-host was. This is and, in Nashville? Yeah, this was in Nashville. Mm. And then um, I would go do the audition. And I wouldn't get it because I didn't want really to get it. The bit wasn't about me getting the thing. The bit was how I was not a good actor.
0: Going through it. Yes, And like sitting in the room and the discomfort and everything. Yes. Did you ever like, were you intentionally screwing it up or? Okay. Uh,
2: and and then the next day I was like inconsolable and my co-host would be like, what went wrong? You know? And I'd be like, I didn't say meow mix right. Like I remember one was for like the Tennessee lottery and it was, um, I remember it was like, you were, you were in a gym that was completely empty, but you pretending like it was, you know, the staple center full of people and you're, dribbling a ball and then you run towards the the hoop and you shoot a shot and it was supposed to be i think um mark gasol because he at the time he played for the um memphis grizzlies Mm -hmm. would come and like swat it away was he actually there well no like no like not the audition so i went like full short shorts (laughs) socks pulled way up got a wig, had a headband.
0: What's that movie where uh, Will Ferrell does that? Semi-Pro. Yeah, that's right.
2: And so they were like, what are you dressed like? And of course, like, there's like all these guys who are dressed like you know, like basketball. Super cool. Yeah, yeah, and I walk in there and they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, what? This is the audition. Didn't get the part, but here's the rub on it. We can probably find that video too. If you go watch it, Mm-hmm. they stole my idea and they have been total 70s what? yeah and i was like that's messed up first of all you didn't give me the part And second you stole my bit mm-hmm. on it so i would do this all the time i mean, not, not all the time i did it like maybe like six or seven times and then my brother was uh a- asked to be on the bachelor and he ended up turning it down because he started dating a woman and he was like hey i'm still friends with like the the casting director if you want to go on me with them i can connect you to and i was like great i just recently broken up with my girlfriend i was doing this weird like radio bit and i was like this would be perfect mm-hmm. i'm gonna be too douchey for like the douchiest show ever and guess what little did you know
0: you were not <laughs> close to one of the douchey yeah, guys no i know <laughs> but i remember you and i were definitely like the nerdy dorky yeah. guys well i still have the theory that when
2: they casted us we were cast for kayla and not for jojo i could see that um, because w-
0: especially knowing Kayla now, too, yes, she lives in New York and like hang out with her and her, her boyfriend all the time.
2: And she's into, I think, or at least I don't really know, but I, I would assume she was into like kind of nerdy intellectual totally. dudes. Yeah. And then Jojo definitely had a type, which was like jock, cool hair, great abs, which you have all those things, but you definitely fell more on like the intellectual side of things. I thought, um, so anyways, uh, yes, yeah, so I went to that. I, do you remember your casting call? Like when I, well, I went,
0: Everyone was in a suit. Well, I was. I came from work, so I was in. a uh, suit. You were that yeah. guy.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember going there, and I was such like a prick off the bat. Like, dang it! I said I have a hard out because I had a radio show. I, yeah. like, I have to go you can only back do for so yeah. long. So I, I need to be first, not to be like a jerk about it, but I need to be first and I need to get out of there because I got to go on the air. And so I get there and everyone's wearing a suit. And I was like, why are they wearing a suit? And they're like, well, because you want to look how good you'd look getting out of the limo. And I was like, oh. And I was in a t-shirt and like jeans and, you know, a jean jacket, like definitely the thing that you've seen me wear a million times. And I walked in there and they were asking me questions and stuff and I literally just did like a radio bit for them. For, they were like, so what do you do? So I was, mm-hmm. I think I was working on whatever bit I was working on that day for like my first break on air and they were just dying laughing and it was supposed to be like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I remember at some point I was like, Hey ladies, I gotta go. I sat there and talked to them for 45 minutes. Oh. Yeah. And finally they were like, so what are you doing in March? And I mm-hmm. was like, they, so
0: you went straight to the pros. Yeah. Yeah. So did I. Yeah. I think, so I think that there's something, f- first of all, i for, I just just put this together for the first time when they called me. So my sister, little sister, sent my information in, right, and they, they, our listeners know this story. But um, I thought it was somebody doing a radio bit mm. when they called because the girl was uh, like, "Hi, this is Kelly from The Bachelor. Are you still single? <laughs> Everything with an upturn?" And at the I, that's like a question. And I, I was like, "There's no way. There's a person <laughs> asking me this question. Yeah. that is not a on a radio show playing." apart yeah um and then i kept telling them no and then like when i went in i was just like i didn't care yeah you know when i was talking to them not not in a a mean way but i just i didn't feel the stakes at all yeah and they were they just said you're so comfortable on camera Mm -hmm. and and you know i just really didn't feel worried about whether i made it on some show that i didn't care about at the time or not so i think like it's the same thing you you went in anti this person who tried really hard yeah you know so there you go anybody who ever wants to go on the show don't try too hard
2: yeah i think more it is like are you comfortable because you're comfortable in your own skin totally because you're going to be putting in situations where you it's very uncomfortable and like do you can you still like have your cool and also can you just still be you exactly um so yeah not like blowing it
0: up and making it into some exactly some big thing okay well does anyone ever ask you about carl like the backstory of Carl, Carl the Bloodhound. Yeah, um, I don't not in a while. No, yeah. Carl is a Wells staple. You guys are Carl and Wells.
2: Yeah, he's this is my dog. By the way, for people that don't know, it's and National Dog Day. It is National Dog Day, and yeah, Carl's. If you don't of... know, well, I don't know if people are like. <laughs> yes. Look a... at you getting all bashful about Carl. <laughs> I know he's. <laughs> Do you want to hear the story behind Carl?
0: So I want to know how you picked carl like yeah. how did you get a blood like why was it a bloodhound because okay. that's not there's not a lot of people yeah want a bloodhound so yeah they're loud dog
2: do you know the story yes okay um yes yeah, so i went to school in mississippi mm-hmm. and i had a good buddy who was it still blows my mind i know it's so weird but i had a great time like old miss is awesome mm-hmm. so i had a good buddy who was from uh, woodville mississippi his name's Wetland Schreppendal. And his father owned the grocery store and the gas station and everything in that town. The bank. And <laughs> it was really close to the Louisiana line. And uh Wetland's dad was really good friends with the warden of I think it's the biggest prison in the United States. It's called Angola State Prison. And it's insane. Like if you just do a little bit of research on Angola. It's crazy. It's like all self-sufficient. Like there's, there are, all, there are fences, but not like a normal penitentiary because it's like in the swamps. Like if you try to escape,
0: mm. good luck, dude. It's you, just like the song "Old Red." Exactly. <laughs> it is. It's a real place.
2: Yeah. And so every year they have the Angola State Rodeo, which is bonkers in itself, where they have inmates getting on bucking broncos and like, and
0: do you think the general public comes to this
2: yes oh. and you can go watch and like these guys are not qualified to get on these things <laughs> no it's so dangerous they're inmates and like they're you know they're they're doing it there's like there's a famous like rodeo game of there's clowns that sit around a table mm-hmm. and it's like cra- it's i think it's the crazy game of poker um and the the last then the bull comes out and like knocks a table up and the last person sitting like wins oh They had that. There's the one where they, there's a. So they're just
0: sitting there. Yeah, and
2: you got the bull comes, you got (laughs) to take it, or you got if you jump up, then you're out, but you can still get hurt. And so all these inmates are doing this, and it's like money or whatever, whatever, and you can send it back to your family. So we'd go to the Angola State Rodeo. I think there's a documentary about it. Everyone should check into it. It's crazy that this is happening in our country, but it's also really interesting so we were we would go there every year and because my buddy's dad was friends with the warden we'd get these cool tours mm. and because this prison is so big that if people try to escape they just have bloodhounds that go get you mm-hmm. and so he took us to like where they were breeding the dogs and they have, of course they're all bloodhounds and i was like fell in love with this breed i was like oh my god this is the coolest thing in the world so I was like, I want one of those bloodhounds to the warden. He said, okay, you're on this. Guess what? You're not the only asshole in the world that wants one <laughs> yeah. of these dogs. So I was on a waiting list. I was on a waiting list for like 12 years. Oh, so this was like a long-term thing. Yeah. that I never, and, fi- and I never got it. And finally I bought a house for the backyard. Cause I was the, the mm-hmm. most millennial thing in the world, but I bought a house with a big backyard cause I want a dog. Ended up buying my Land Cruiser, um, because I had a big trunk. I fit a dog.
0: For the dog. And I needed the dog. so I This kept... is like the secret you put the intention into yes, the universe. Exactly. <laughs> like, let's make this more millennial. <laughs> I manifested this bloodhound. Yeah. Oh, that's so much self-care.
2: Yeah. And then uh finally I called the warden and I was like, or I called my buddy's dad and being like, I need this dog. What's happening? Like, are you still on the list? I don't know. What to tell you. So finally I w- I said to myself, I'm just gonna go find
0: a bloodhound. Mm-hmm. Is this like a special bloodhound then, or is this just like it, you wanted one that was I, from? I think the end, sired by those people. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Sired, sired I thought by it, that, those bloodhounds.
2: That's what I wanted. I thought, what a cool story. This is a prison dog, you yeah. know, and and effectively it just never came to fruition. So I just went and found, um, you know, a, a, a shelter that had mm. a bloodhound, and then adopted him, and that so I ended up getting him. From he's from Bowling
0: Green, Kentucky. He's not from Angola, <laughs> but that was the like. This the, is such an anticlimactic story. I know. I'm sorry. Have you ever dressed Carl up? Yes. As in in an orange jumpsuit for no. Halloween. That would be funny though. <laughs> yeah. No. He's
2: such a bitch though. like he. I think that the what people think hound dogs sound like is different than they actually are. I can agree with that. So I think everyone thinks that hound dogs are oh but really it's ah!
0: <laughs> he's scary. I was outside with him earlier and he yeah. just started barking at boo. Which yeah. The chocolate lab that you guys have. Yeah. Um, and his face was maybe five inches from me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, you got to get up. Cause yeah, it just scared the crap out of you. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But he's a great guard dog. I will say that, um, you know, we have an alarm system here in Los Angeles and everything. If
0: I. That's one of the scariest. You know, he's big, but it's just the fact that he's so loud. Yeah, it it is freaking scary. Good luck trying
2: to rob us. You know, <laughs> I don't think you want to dare people. Well, I know, but like he is <laughs> s- like th- he is the best. Literally, th- is the best alarm system I've ever yeah. seen. Is this dog? And to a fault, it's annoying. To be fair, but
0: he's also a sweetheart.
2: Yeah, and sweet baby Carl. And I I just love the idea that he, that's just, he has a job. And dogs that have purpose like I think are lead happier lives and he knows his job is to
0: protect our house. For sure. Which thing's cool. Well, we hear about paradise. Yeah. Um last thing, I mean just general so far, what do you think of this season? What's your what's your like back of the cover feelings, sentiments on everything? I think it's beautiful.
2: Um, I mean, the Demi story is really touching, I think. I sent a message to all the producers that I work with um, Mm. thanking them for letting me be a part of something that I thought was much bigger than all of us. Totally. Um, So I think it's beautiful. And there's a lot of people saying a lot of stupid things. I think that that is so dumb. I agree. I think you need to... be able to see the forest for the trees and I think that it was a really beautiful thing to be a part of and I'm really really proud that NCK was able to pull off what they did and ABC was able to pull off what they did it's really cool um
0: I think I agree I want to throw one thing yeah sorry it's it's been so crazy how many people have tried to put words in my mouth Yeah. Through through their empathy. So they mean it in kindness. Yeah. But frankly, I've spoken for myself. Yeah. You know, and and everything I said and felt and continue to is the same. I didn't change any of it. Yeah. And it's just so wild that people um, it just shows how important it is. It's something like that be celebrated. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean,
2: I think that my favorite thing actually about the season is this
0: is not your favorite thing podcast. (laughs)
2: <laughs> my favorite thing about uh the season actually aside from like Denny's demi's um cr- courage about the whole thing was how you react to it because you and I are friends and it's a scary thing you know i I don't really know what's happening but I'm seeing what's happening live or whatever like with the at the bar yeah you're always observing and and it's like oh my gosh I don't want Derek to be in a bad position because he's my friend and I think that one of my favorite things about that is the way that you are reacting and responding to all that. I think you did a really you did a really good job of that. I wish that
0: um literally wish... will get you everywhere. Yeah, they yeah.
2: I take I, I take uh... Skinny pop.
0: That's <laughs> 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 not what you It's not even in there. No, it? no, not, whatever. Coming up. <laughs> you take what? Um, I take compliments really bad so, you yeah that's like my new response to people when they give me a compliment i it's like flattery will get you everywhere yeah like i can't even say thank you yeah no it's, I, it's I have a, it's to a make a thing. joke about it I it's know. a and i understand that it's a weird thing too because you're just being you that's the thing about the show is when people say have like positive or negative things to say about it mm-hmm. it's so weird because it's like this is your identity that's i'm just me i was just being me yeah Or congratulations on this, or you know, you did a great job and you're just like, I wasn't doing a job. Yeah. I was just living. Yeah. I
2: know it's it's hard, but and so I understand that it's hard to accept compliments for something that yeah, of course you were gonna act like that, because that's how I am. But it's it's also people just trying to rationalize that whole thing. Yeah. You know, like how would I respond in that? Mm-hmm. Wow. Derek probably did a little bit better than I would. That's them projecting on you saying how good you did because they probably couldn't have done it that way. You know, I do wish that um, everyone's intros were funnier. There's mm. like a lot that I don't think are funny. Yeah. I don't know why. I think yours is great. And uh, like Chris is funny and Chris Harrison as well. And mine, I think it is good. Those two are the, are my favorite. By yeah. Far.
0: But I do wish there, the, the best part about Bukowski's is, He's younger than you. Oh, I know. The same age as me. Yeah. And everybody (laughs) just continues to make old jokes. But the truth is, he looks much older. There's something about him that makes gives this vibe that he's older than either of us are. No, I don't. Totally. You still look like an 18-year-old boy. Yeah, I know.
2: (laughs) I shouldn't shouldn't be able to serve drinks, let alone
0: drink them. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Yeah, but I mean, the show, it just takes care of itself, you know, like inevitably things break down people start to lose their minds Mm -hmm. it's just it's just funny and i think it's the best show of the three i do too and that's not because i'm on one of them but uh i just i just think it's it doesn't take itself too seriously which i like because that's also an important part of dating is like you know joking around and like knowing that not everything is you know Gotta get engaged at the end of this thing. It's serious, you know?
0: And that so- was my big fault, I think, with The Bachelorette. Yeah. I took it too seriously too quickly. Yeah. Instead of just like maintaining that thing that we talked about before, which was just keep keeping yourself and whatever, it'll it'll play out the way it does. Yeah. That's and we we did have a phrase, I forget what we called it, um, on The Bachelorette. Remember when somebody started getting in their head? Any anyway, that that definitely happened to me on that on that show. And I think yeah. The fact that it's just so much more playful, like I, that's less stressful.
2: Yeah, and it's just it's it's a fun experience too. I mean, as long as you don't like fall in like a Blake pit, uh, like, <laughs> you know, sitting on a beach for a month and and drinking crappy drinks from me and uh, going on dates is. It's not the worst thing. It's not the worst thing, you know.
0: I think Blake should have to go to stagecoach every year the rest of his life. That should be yeah, should be his punishment. You should have a kissing booth at stage. <laughs> every year. Yeah, every
2: year. <laughs> I here's the thing about Blake. Now, I'm sure you guys have talked about him at nauseum, but um, Blake's probably going to come back. To, well, who knows what's going to happen in this season? But he's probably going to have to come back. You and, think like another year, like in the future? Yeah. Yeah. I think he will, because I think he's going to be upset with how this all went down. Mm-hmm. And he's going to want to rewrite the like history. But exactly. Exactly like Dean. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it'll be. I it'll, bet you're right. And I, He's a good guy. He is a good guy. So that's the problem.
0: You know. That's why it's so painful to watch. Still do hook up with people that are going on the show before the show starts. It's such a weird thing because it, it is deserving. Mm-hmm. But also, it's painful.
2: It's so, it's so hard to watch. Mm-hmm.
0: So Well, more to come. Yeah. Thanks for coming on The Bachelor. Yeah, thanks for having me on.
2: Listen to YFT podcast. There you go. Plug yourself. Yeah, that's, I'm going do that shit.
0: What's your? We, you already dinged your bell. That was enough. What's your Instagram? What's your Twitter? <laughs> what's your Facebook group? Um, they our our followers laugh because K yeah. plugs in the podcast. Yeah. like seven different times. Yeah, every media avenue that we have, uh-huh. which because she's K, we have everything possible. Like yeah. we even just started a TikTok. Well, really? <laughs> yeah. You know that's how Lil Nas X got started, right? Really? That song
2: was a TikTok song. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, I'm at Wells Adams on pretty basically everything. I, know. I think I have an I, I know I, that's why. I, yeah. That's
0: why I said that you should plug it.
2: Well, I think I, I think I have a um, Wells Adams official Facebook. I don't know who's, who's using Facebook. You know, all the yeah. moms out there, I guess, are into it. And then I have a podcast with Brandy Cyrus, who is, you know, obviously the older sister of Miley and Noah, and the daughter of Brandy and Tish called your favorite thing podcast where i mean we do talk about the bachelor i guess but like for the most part it's just our favorite things that week so our favorite so derek's on this mo- most recent episode and it's just what tv shows we are loving this week what movies we're loving this week uh mu- music books and it's just to uh, try to be it's like a positive show because there's a lot of shitty people out there
0: living that influencer life trying to man when you don't have a nine to five and you get to just watch movies and tv and talk about it very true (laughs) is that what i am no yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm just messing with you no it's one of my favorite to watch uh, listen to as well so sorry you're in my studio so you're You're getting it well thanks for being on the show um love you and uh thanks for having me it's your place yeah of course you're welcome anytime Okay, bye.
1: All right, that is it for this week. Um, Thank you so much to Wells for joining us. That was awesome. And thank you to Derek for um, calling in from Mykonos on your very lavish uh, vacation. We really appreciate that. And we will talk to you guys next week. All right, bye.
0: Betches.